do you keep getting calls at night from a guy who really wants to know what your favorite scary movie is? Do you stay up all night because you're scared of dream demons? Do all your friends keep getting murdered at summer camp? Sounds like you really need some scarapy. And you can find us anywhere where you listen to podcasts. And you can find us on Instagram and TikTok at ScarapyPod. So make sure you stab that like button. See if I cough the whole time. <clears throat> cough, 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 cough. Kafka esque. Kaska say. <laughs> I can't stop laughing long enough to to sing the song. Psycho Man, that song was all over Dahmer. It was. It was a good song, though. Also a good show. Don't sit here and tell me you didn't like that Dahmer. Nah, I that show it. was, that show was a banger. It was so good. Yes, 100%. Well, Zach, I got bad news for you. Yeah, huh? Brought piss to a shit fight because, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> welcome back to another session of Scarapy. Son of a bitch! I am your Scarapist, Doctor Trevor Brown, and joined with me, as always, is Zach the Smile Man. Yep, I've never been seen not smiling. He's not smiling. <laughs> never once in my life. I, bitch, I am smiling. <laughs> That's my face, sir. <laughs> Sorry, sir. I'm very ugly. <laughs> That's like my go-to every time. <laughs> wrong with you? Sorry, I'm very ugly. Oh, man. Well, I think we can end it. Yeah, we're done. I'm good. All right. You remember how we didn't watch the movie you said we were going to watch? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we were supposed to watch Us, and then Zach texted me and was like, I'm not paying for this movie. <laughs> you know what's free? Smile. A movie I actually wanted to watch. Yeah, I wanted to see it in theaters and then I fucking didn't just like Barbarian yeah I don't know why yeah I just don't like going to theaters very much anymore pretty over over it I guess oh I love it uh, you're young, you're young and dumb you'll get over it okay well you'll still be dumb um but yeah so we watched Smile Smile uh this is the first movie I've seen in years that legitimately had me scared throughout the whole movie it got me once. It got me out of jump scare. It also, for a later time in this episode, got me to talk like Mario. <laughs> what? It was good. Not. I, I can't wait to get to that. It's, uh, it doesn't make sense. Not that funny, but Courtney was dying. Because it just happened. I've never heard Courtney laugh. You've never heard Courtney? No. Speaking of Courtney, how you doing today? She's not very happy. No, she's, well, I'm her life, and I'm very ugly. <laughs> Sorry, honey, I'm very ugly. <laughs> yep, yeah, yeah, exactly. You get it. Um, let's get into some info on Smile here. So Smile came out September 30th, 2022. Just keeping keeping on trend of new movies for us. Yeah, I don't know why. We're just like, eh, hey, I want to watch something new. Yeah, it's either that or go back to the 60s, because everything in between sucks. That's not true. Like what? I like Nightmare on Elm Street and Saw and Jeepers Creepers 1. What about 2? It was okay. What about 3? No, we don't talk about 3. Is it Reborn? I haven't watched it yet. I didn't even know it came out. Me I, either. It dropped and I saw a thing on like Facebook or something. It was like, 
uh, back for one more weekend. I was like, what the fuck? This came out and I missed it? What the fuck is going on? I heard it wasn't very good. You know, you know what pissed me off recently? Yeah. So, Terrifier 2. Um, <coughs> so, we went and saw it. It was advertised as a special two-day two day release. Mm-hmm. It was out in theaters for a month. Right. We, we paid, uh, like, double prices for tickets for well, this two-day event. I did not pay for I that. Did. For this two-day event. And then it was just out. Yeah. And then it really was like, bugged me. isn't it free on, wasn't it free on YouTube, like, right so, when it was still in theaters? Illegally. Oh, oh no, the internet did something illegal. <laughs> but, yeah, that still still grinds my gears. <laughs> your gears. Your gears. Whoa. Your gears have been grinded. Noted. Uh, so, yeah, September 30th, 2022, has a runtime of an hour and 55 minutes. It's a long one. It was a little too long. I think yeah. an hour and a half would have been a perfect time for this movie. Yeah, they I, they definitely just kind of stretched that runtime a little bit, and they didn't need to. No, especially since they get into this movie right away. Mm-hmm. There is no, what's going on here? It's very obvious. It's a really good scene. The beginning? Yeah. yeah. The, the opening scene is a banger. Uh, Zach, what's the Rotten Tomatoes rating? Yeah, like a 63. 79. Really? I didn't think it would crack 70, to be honest. Could, could also be because it's still new-ish. I heard a lot of good things when it came out, and yeah. then shortly after it came out, everyone was like, eh, it's what you thought it would be. Nothing special. Yeah, the the main thing I heard, because obviously when the trailers were out, TikTok was ablaze with, "Oh yeah, I, you need to see this movie. Oh yeah. And then after the... it came out, they were like, yeah, all the jump scares are in the trailer, so you're good. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but the uh, social campaigning for this movie oh my God. is unbelievably unequivocally fantastic and it's so easy yeah that's what i like really drew me to this movie was just what they put out for it the the trailers were really good Mm -hmm. the the ball game where the girls are standing i actually want to talk about that um so that like caused like a panic for people that didn't know about smile because (laughs) people were posting online what the fuck is this what is going on here? yeah um you know the the smile is terrifying. Oh yeah, um, I absolutely hate it. it, it you know, because it's it's not one person who does it, and it uh, it uh, stays creepy the whole time. Like the, yeah, it does. The, the smile they have or they give, it's unique but somehow similar it's, through the whole time. So it's like the classic horror smile, but the difference is they're not using the Kubrick stare, which is having the head tilted down, uh-huh. looking through the eyebrows. You know. There's just straight face with this fucking crazy smile. Super good. Again, like... I like it a lot. They, they really... The visuals in this movie are by far the best thing about this movie. For the most part. I... Oh, man. The... I think... So the visuals gave it all the intensity in this in this movie, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. Because it's a lot of close-up shots of conversations back and forth. One mm-hmm. person on screen. The whole time, every time they do this, which is several, you're like, oh, they're going to... Because they're constantly yep. looking away. Every cut back and forth. Every cut back and forth. You're like, oh, the, she's going to turn back and someone's going to be smiling. And it doesn't... I wish they, they did it more, to be honest. They, oh, don't, yeah. they never pay it off, I think, enough to where they could have done it, I think, even better. Yeah. I, and there's there's one scene in particular that we'll get to um, where you see the smile develop on someone's face. Is and it the therapist scene? Yes. That is the best scene in the movie. It's so fucking good. The whole scene is <laughs> it's so fucking legitimately good. terrifying. It's so good. Um, 
but yeah, let's get back into the the description here. Um, so it had a budget of seventeen million dollars. Wow, it's actually and not as much as I thought for how how ham they went on this movie. So this is the first movie where I looked at the box office numbers and audibly gasped. Yeah. Um, so box office two hundred fifteen point seven million. Holy shit! This will get a sequel. <laughs> Smile too. The frowning. <laughs> it's just gonna be called frown. I know that's way better, but I want the frowning. The frowning. Bring it back. That's old scarepy lore. That is. You go look it up. I ain't got time for that shit. <sighs> Fucking Sarah Michelle Geller. She's never gonna give you up. Never gonna let you down. Um. Uh, yeah. Fucking two hundred fifteen million dollars. That is bananas, bonkers. I I I get it. Like I understand. But holy shit! Pretty, pretty ba- backening. Pretty backening. what? I don't know. I don't know what <laughs> happened in that. My face on that one. Quit Something. talking through that smile. No. Uh, so it was directed by Parker Finn, uh, and this is his first feature film. Uh, I-, I wanted to ask because I, I didn't look into it at all. Who yeah, the so hell is this? This movie is actually based on a 2020 short of his oh. called "Laura Hasn't Slept." Which, um, the girl that plays Laura in this movie plays Laura in the short. Oh, she's the main, the beginning girl? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, so the cast for this movie, um, starring Sosie Bacon. Daughter of Baconator. <laughs> uh, who I know from the Scream MTV show. Oh, she in that? She looked familiar, but she's, I... She's, uh, Audrey's girlfriend. Oh. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, she yeah. is, yeah. I couldn't picture her, because I, 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 uh, Courtney knew who she was right away, and I was like, that's... Okay, Kevin Bacon's daughter got it. So my all my jokes were bacon related the whole time. <laughs> Is that why we got Wendy's? Oh, that would have been way funnier. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even get a baconator. You know why? Because bacon's a terrible food, and I will fight anybody. Oh, I forgot you're this stupid fucking person. Yeah, go ahead and come fight me on uh, Saturday. Now I I prefer turkey bacon if I'm being honest, <coughs> but I like bacon. Bacon is not good. No, Tastes it bad. It doesn't. Uh, Caitlin Stassi, who plays Laura. Uh, Kyle Gallner. Jesse T. Usher. The A-Train, baby. That was him. Okay. Yeah, I, I wasn't sure. I kept getting glimpses. I was That's like, the is A-Train. that guy? That's that fucking guy. He's actually really good in this movie. Very minimal. And his name's Trevor. So Ew. it scared me just a little bit more. Just a little more. <laughs> um, yep. Yeah. I think he does really good. Um, he is very minimal, but the scenes he's in, I really like. Him. Yeah, he kills it. He he hits his uh, character very well. Uh, Rob Morgan and Cal Penn. Cal Penn threw me for a loop every time. Also, that guy lives in that fucking hospital. <laughs> he does. Never once is there a scene in that hospital where that guy's not there. I like him, though. Yeah. That guy worked in the White House. What? Oh, for real? You didn't know? No. Yeah, he was on the house. He was a uh, main... Main car, main character on the later seasons of House, and he left because he got a job in the Obama administration. Oh, I think it was. I want to say it was like a media or some type of media content for the White House, but it was like a pretty significant role. Oh, and then well, shit, he went back and did Harold and Kumar. <laughs> That's not true, but I like him. I've, He's like, a I, great I, actor. I don't know why I like him, but everything I see him in, I'm like, yeah, is that fucking guy? He's a great actor. Just makes me smile. Like, a look up bit. anything he's in and. He won't let you down. He's great in house. And the plot. The plot. The plot 
thickens. It follows. Oh my god, That's it's the, the ST Demon. It, it, it's still a great one. It's the same plot, let's be fair. It's very similar. Similar. Samoan. The Bloodline. The Bloodline. Sammy Uso. Sammy Uzane. <laughs> Better. Zane so? No, Uzane. Uzane. Ooh, Zane! gonna beat Roman for the belt. He's, he's not. Never. He's not gonna beat anybody for anything. So the plot. Um, after witnessing a bizarre traumatic incident involving a patient, Dr. Rose Cotter starts experiencing frightening occurrences that she can't explain. An overwhelming terror begins taking over her life and Rose must confront her troubling past in order to survive and escape her horrifying new reality. Now, spoiler alert, don't expect to know what the fuck's going on. Or, not, not to not know what's going on, but to expect any answers from this movie, because you get zero, zero of no, them. Yeah, you get nothing. By the end of it, you're like, well, here we are. See you in three years for the sequel. The frowning. <laughs> um, and I only have one question for us this week. Are you ready? You're not listening to me. I said, are, are you, you ready? ready? Break it down. <laughs> uh, no, I'm not ready. So, um, is this as scary as everyone made it out to be? This is the scariest movie I've seen in a very long time. I um, I have a tendency to laugh at horror movies. Mm-hmm. Just, it's not. I don't find them funny. That's why, like, kind of how I got into this whole thing is. I don't find them scary. I find them funny for the most part because they're wholly unbelievable. Their acting's usually bad. The plot is always a miss, which that's yet to change my mind about anything. Fucking write a story, goddammit. But, you know what? This got me. It's yeah. all visual. And yeah. it's not even the jump scares. There was one jump scare that actually got me really good. And I fucking hate jump scares, too. But I, I appreciated did, it. I hate them, too. But they work in this movie for me. I, again, I said it earlier. I think the biggest thing in this movie is the camera angles and the visuals. Because the story is flimsy at best. Mm-hmm. The acting's good. It's okay. I, like I, I wouldn't say it's, it's bad, but I don't think it's necessarily great. No, but I, I think part of that's doing with what you're working with sometimes, and part yeah. of that came back to the writing. Where, like, it, again, it was a flimsy plot for the most part, but uh, the camera angles is what kept this movie just being super intense. The camera, uh, great uh, sound on this movie, too. Yes, also true. The, the typical, like, horror orchestra building to jump scares noises... <laughs> They're better in this movie, and I don't I don't know how to describe why they are, but they just work better. Everything feel like the detail in this movie feels spot on. Oh yeah, um, I haven't watched. Laura hasn't slept, but I really want to um, because I have a feeling that their stories are connected. Well, it seems very much so. Yeah. so I would I wouldn't doubt this is where it starts off from. Yeah, I mean, even if even if they're not connected, I liked this movie enough to where I, I want to see more from this guy. Yeah, not only this guy, but I want to see more about this this being or whatever the hell this you want to call it. In this yeah, movie the, is. the entity they call it. Anyway, whatever. Smile. Yeah, the smile. Um, but yeah, I think let's just get into it. Done. Let's do this. Actually, no. Before that. Perfect. Come see us this Saturday at Terror Trader. We Station, already the did that. Event. And I'm going to do it again. And it's where? Uh, it's in Chandler at Terror Trader. You got an address? I got to figure out how to get there. Um, <laughs> Google it. Oh, okay. 
I gotta figure out how to put this table in my Kia Soul. I don't, I don't know what that means. Don't worry about it. Okay. You just sit there and look pretty. Never been an issue or a request, so... <laughs> sorry, here sir, we I'm are. very ugly. I'm sorry, I'm very pretty. <laughs> anyway, yeah, come see us. It'll be fun. We're going to be there from 11 to 11. We will be there all day. Bring me some orange chicken. Yeah. Everyone that brings me orange chicken, I will pay you half of what that orange chicken is worth. That's a good deal. Yeah. You give them two orange chickens, you make your money from one back. What? I don't know what that means. No. Fifty <laughs> percent is not a hundred percent. You're doing terrible. But then two fifties is a hundred. What? <laughs> you can't tell me I'm not wrong. Wait. I can. It just depends which part we're talking about. Two fifties. Yeah. Equals a hundred. That's true. So if but I get you, if I get you two orange chickens and you give me half of the money for each back, I pay off one orange chicken. Yeah, that's fifty percent. Your math blows my mind. It's 50, 50% of two, but 100% of one. Yeah, which is still 50% of what you pay. No, it's not. It is. You still have two. No, Did you, you get one for free? You have two. I, I know. You started with two. <laughs> no, you, I started with one. Bullshit. And then I went back and got another one. Okay. Then you've still paid for one full one. Yeah. That's which better is than still paying for two. 50, you've paid for two. Especially if I don't pay you, now you've paid for two with only the promise of money. But you already said you were going to pay me. Yeah, but I'm a liar. I've never been... My word is useless. You played yourself. Also, your math is astonishingly bad. No, it's not. It is. It's literally correct. 50 plus 50 equals 100. <laughs> I, I understand correct. your math. Fundamentally correct. It. I understand what you're going at, but you're see, you're saying... You're getting a hundred percent of half. Yes, that's fifty percent. No, I'm no not of half. I'm getting a hundred percent of one. Of two, which is half. They are separate transactions. That's fine. Then okay, if they're separate transactions, let's math this out real quick. Sure. I've bought two. I bought one. I bought one. Gave it to you. I, you, you get fifty percent back. Yes, and then I go and buy another one. Bring it to you. You give me fifty percent of that. Okay. I've now made my money back for one. Correct, but we're talking separate transactions. So, on each transaction, you've made 50%. But when you give me that money back, it then goes into the same place, so I have the same amount of money. Which makes it one transaction, it's one transaction and it's 50% on total. End. It's one transaction on my end, two on your end. That doesn't matter on my end, it matters on your total. It doesn't. Your math is so it bad. It doesn't. I'm about to I'm call <laughs> somebody to tell, to tell them why your math is so bad. <laughs> I'm going to get 100% back of my first purchase. You're not. I'm not arguing that that's incorrect. That is correct. I the, know. The total. I I also know because the part you don't understand is you're wrong that you've only made fifty percent back. No, I haven't. That I've, cat can eat the chocolate. She's fine. I have made a hundred percent of one transaction and Cor zero of the other. Correct. So as a total, <laughs> what's your profit? One hundred percent, because they are two different transactions. You don't know how transactions or totals work because you're separating when you want to and combining at the end. Yes. It doesn't make sense. It's my money. It's still bad math. I don't give a fuck. That's fine. Just admit you're wrong. I'm not. You are. No. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the rest of the episode. <laughs> Please tell Trevor why he's wrong. I, I need every comment in the world. I'll get on social media for this. You know what? Um, Anchor went ahead and auto put in Q&As onto our podcast. So 
go ahead and uh, if you're on Spotify, swipe down and tell me who the fuck is right, because it's me. Oh, it's not, but that's that's fine if you want to be wrong. We're gonna move on now. The perfect. So the film. Uh, the film starts in the bedroom of a young <laughs> young woman who has overdosed. Uh, her younger daughter enters the room and witnesses her mother's body laid among the mess. Then we cut to... A mighty mess. Then we cut to present day. The daughter, Rose Cotter, is a therapist going about her day at work at a hospital. Rose Cotter. Still not a fan of the name. I don't like the last name. Rose is fine. Either way, I'm not not feeling it. Not for the movie. Uh, She deals with a manic patient named Carl um, as he continuously mutters about people dying and that he's going to die. Basically, it's just... Mom's gonna die. She's gonna die. I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die. He's gonna die. Everyone's gonna die, and no, no, nobody matters. Everyone's gonna die, and just that over and over. Yeah, he's he's a big bowl of plot. <laughs> um, Rose attempts to comfort him, but Carl continues with his episode. Uh, Rose then receives a call for an appointment with a young woman, Laura Weaver. Uh, when Rose meets her, Laura is distressed after a recent incident where she's. Witnessed her professor bludgeon himself to death with a hammer. A hammer, you say? A hammer. Hammer, bro. Hammer time. Oh, I'm sticking with the Mario theme for a little while. <laughs> yeah, I was coming. <laughs> I had to beat you to it. I just had to cough. <clears throat> um, so since then, Laura claims to have been seeing a evil presence that takes the form of others with an evil smile. Uh, she says, taken over her life, and told her today's the day she's going to die. I like the evil smile description there, because she says it's it's not a regular smile. There's something unnerving about mm-hmm. it. Because how do you articulate that? Oh, so, this guy was smiling at me. Like, I guess in today's age, if somebody was smiling at me, what the fuck do you want? Yeah, awful. Don't do that. Your face is not built for that. I could see all of your muscles breaking right now. <laughs> Don't smile at me. Like, if you just look over and somebody's smiling at you, that guy's trying to touch you. Or already has and you just didn't know. That's also true. Or is currently. Currently. You should run. Yeah. You should be away from that person if you were not already <laughs> chained into something. It's it's like that um that joke. It's like back in back in like the eighties, you could just stop by someone's house, ring the doorbell. But nowadays, you ring someone's doorbell, they all drop to the floor. Yeah, what the, the fuck, fuck do you is want? Outside? Yeah, no, I didn't invite nobody here. Even if I did, get the fuck out. Who yeah. rang my doorbell? <laughs> if I invited you here, you have a passcode or a key. Or text me. Yeah, fuck off. The first time I came to record Scarapy, I rang his doorbell. He opened the door and goes, fucking text me. Yep, don't ring my doorbell. <laughs> that's not what that's... If I could take it out, I would. I probably could. They're not going to look into it. Um... So, they're talking back and forth for a moment, and Rose turns away, and when she turns back, Laura fucking freaks out. She's having a bad time. Conniptulipsies. <laughs> um, yeah. Laura kills it. Yeah. She's very minimal in this movie, because it's like... Spoiler alert, this is pretty much her last scene. No. She's I in mean, it, but this is like this her, is her, her scene. Yeah. Uh, and uh, she destroys this scene here. She does so good. So... Like, I think I would rather have seen her as the main character than Rose. Yeah, I agree. Um, so Laura's 
panicking on the ground, fucking crawling away from, from Rose, screaming, no, oh my god, please no. Just full panic attack. Um, Rose runs to the the landline on the wall to call for help. Which, it's a hospital, so I get it. Not yeah. mad at the landline. Yeah, it makes sense here. It's a red Batman phone. You know, like, you gotta call Batman. Um, and she she grabs the phone and starts the call, puts the phone back on the hook, and turns around, and Laura is no longer there. Uh, dead silent, nothing. She looks a little bit further, sees a broken Voss on Voss, the ground. yes. Pinky's out. Sir. Looks a little bit further, and oh my god, this right here. So good. Turns a little bit further, and then we get, like, a, a solo shot of... Laura, just stiff as a board standing, with the biggest smile on her face. And this is, I think, that one of the trailer glimpses you get this. Yeah. Just her standing there. Super yeah. good. Very ominous. And it this, this is the fucking movie. Yep. Strap in, kid. And Rose goes, Laura? And then she looks down and she sees piece, uh, piece of the, the vase is in Laura's Voss. hand. Piece of the vase is in Laura's hand. And she brings it up to her to her face, carves right down her cheek, and then across her throat, um, in the shape of uh, of a what? A what? Of a what? Half moon. <laughs> it's half of a full moon. Just give me two half moons. I That's a full am going moon. to kill you if you <laughs> die on this. I'm just gonna beat you with all of my magic cards. I buy a lot of fucking magic cards. Fog fine you can't cast it you're not real you're not a wizard harry <laughs> uh, i feel like if someone was beating you up you'd just pull out a pog card out of like a, a pocket you do it like a, like a magician from behind your ear yeah fuck and you know what that might stop some people just confuse them yeah oh i'm not this guy's clearly crazy the art of self-defense no um so laura slashes her throat in the shape of a smile uh, right as help walks in, and Laura's body hits the floor, still smiling. Uh, and I, I like it too. When she's doing it, like you get the glimpse, she's cutting a smile, but the visual coming up is where you really get it. Yeah, because yeah. it looks like she's just cutting like her face to her throat. It's pretty brutal. Yeah. So then we get a, a short little, like two, three second scene. Uh, it's just a, a picture of her in the hospital morgue with a white sheet over her body yeah. and with a blood smile from the from the wound. That's what I really like. Yeah. Again, the visuals in this movie are crazy and they hit it. Yeah, that that alone, like, I'm pretty sure that that uh, image was used on like posters for the movie. Oh, really? Super good. Yeah. Super good. Fantastic. Um, so then Rose speaks to two detectives, one of whom is her ex, Joel, uh, for details on the event. She tells them Laura was having delusions about an evil presence following her and that before she died, she was smiling. So happy. Um, later that night, she's home now. Um, she is trying to decompress from this event in her living room. And she goes to pull her shirt off and sees uh, blood all over it. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, murder happened. Yeah. Well, at least a suicide happened. Murder by self? Murder by smile? Smile murder? Sue a smile. There you go. That's nope. a beggar. Smile side? No, Sue a smile. smile is better. Uh, so then later on that night, she's grabbing some wine. Uh, she 
downs this glass of Pinot, Pinot Grigio. <laughs> Pinot Noir caviar. I don't know what, what wine is, dude. I can't drink it. Why? Allergic to grapes. I feel like you're just making shit up now. Nope. Mm. Inconclusive. Allergic to grapes. Oh. Swear to God. You're gonna drink some wine. Okay. Alright. Um, and then we get a very slow pan over as Rose looks to her left. And she makes a, like a kind of like shocked face like staring off in the distance here. Like if, if bacon was in a pan and just stiffened. Sizzling. Um, and then the camera slowly pans over to the dark uh, dining room area. And we see Laura standing in the shadows with that smile. This right here made me pause the movie and get up. <laughs> it's, it is uncomfortable. I, I, I had to take two breaks watching this movie. Really? Because it unnerved me that much. I got real mad once. You'll, you'll know when. <laughs> Perfect. I can't wait. Yeah. Was it talking about halves and holes? That got real mad still there mad too. there. I, I'm still upset about it. In fact, I have no more jokes for the rest of the episode. I can't. I can't do this. Can't alone. can't handle this. It's <laughs> all right. Nobody else can either. I'm the play-by-play Zach. You're doing terribly. Yeah. No, this uh, this is menacing. It's <laughs> it's gross. That's what my mind comes to. It's gross. Yeah. I hate it. Thanks, I hate it. I, yes, I I do hate it in uh, the best way possible for a horror movie. Yeah, it's it's so good because like, it's uh, it, it's still Laura just with the smile, mm-hmm. not not a movement. Yeah, no no movements, no no scares, no jump scares, nothing. No no real reaction from Rose. She's just kind of staring. Like, am I seeing something right yeah, now? Yeah, and it's a long you know, it's a 10, 20 seconds. Oh yeah, of and like kind of a back and forth. It's just slowly right on Laura yeah it is they 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 nailed this yeah and actually the first time that I I watched the scene I didn't see it because I was writing my notes so when I rewound to rewatch I I, I didn't uh, actually catch it till you pointed it out and mm-hmm. uh, re- I rewatched it I was like holy shit yeah. I because I, I remember the scene but it's so subtle with her in the back it, it's dark mm-hmm. it's very dark and you can just not almost see it. It's more than visible, but it's... You can feel it. Yes. Like, if you are 100% paying attention to that movie, which you should, that's all you got. It is a terrible feel. Yeah, and I can't say for certain, but I'm pretty sure Laura's dead staring into the camera. Yeah. Uh, which could be why it's so fucking yeah, crazy. Yeah, she is. I'm <laughs> certain of it. Uh, but moments later, her fiancé, Trevor, played the by A-train. the A-Train, baby, uh, comes Wait in and boys. startles her. Causing her to drop her glass. Um, he gets real upset about these glasses. <laughs> yeah. And so they, they talk for a moment, and he's like, "Are you good?" She said, "I had a rough day." Tells her she had a she had a patient die today. Uh, they hug, and Trevor says, "Look, we don't we don't have to go to dinner tonight." Then and she goes, "No, it's okay. Let's go." Um, then we see Rose and Trevor at dinner with Rose's sister Holly and her husband Greg. Yeah, Holly's a bitch. Um, they're yeah. Oh. But Rose is so traumatized from Laura's suicide that she snaps at Holly when Holly chastises Rose for forgetting about her son Jackson's upcoming birthday, and also Greg and Holly being dicks about her job and how she refuses to sell their childhood home. She also wants... She's like, oh, there's got to be something from being a doctor. She's just be getting rich. Like, 
Motherfucker. If you are willing to do that job, you want to help people. That job's got to suck. Yeah, I couldn't imagine being a doctor. I, I don't want any responsibility, let alone somebody else's life in my hands. We know a doctor. We do. Fuck that guy. He lives in Tucson. He does not real. Tucson, Arizona. Tucson, Arizona. <laughs> to New York City. <laughs> Fucking Matt Berry. The way he says things. He's my sweet boy. <laughs> my rotten soldier. What is the... Oh, my, the my sweet my cheese. My sweet cheese. That's, that's the one. My good time boy. My good time boy. <laughs> Damn it. You've not what watched what we do in the shadows. That show is fantastic. I keep meaning to. It is a fantastic. Right now, show. I'm I'm watching Game of Thrones. So I'm still, goddamn. I'm on. I'm halfway through season five now. Well, fuck it. We finished that, and well, most House of Dragon. That show got real bad. The time jump is what kills. Yep. It. I hate. After that, I instantly didn't care. Mm-hmm. But we'll talk about that in our Game of Thrones lunch break whenever the fuck that comes out. Ugh, don't make me do that. No, it, it's coming. Perfect. Um. So yeah, they're just like being real mean to this lady, well, and and she just snaps back. Can you shut the fuck up? Pretty reasonable. She had a pretty shit day. Yeah, and then they're both like, "Oh my god, how dare you!" The audacity. Uh, so that night they get home and we see them set their their home alarm. Um, they feed their cat mustache and they go to bed. Love the name. Mustache the cat. It's really good. It is. Oh, I, and this this cat's very good in this whole movie where it doesn't die. Ah, god damn it! Stop <laughs> fucking with pets. <laughs> that when you sent me that text, I I burst it out with laughter. I was so mad. It's like motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. So why I, you didn't need this? I watched this movie a day before Zach, and I was just waiting for him to text me when things happened. And the only text I got from him was "Stop fucking with pets." It, it's stop it and I instantly knew uh, so later uh, the next day Rose attempts to go back to work and move on uh, she talks to a nurse and asks for info on the teacher and hammer incident uh, and also asks about a meeting with another patient but the nurse says uh, she ate a bunch of her own hair and was taken away yeah I get it hair tastes good fucking what you try it no. how much hair do you eat I have, like, kind of long hair that hangs down in my face quite a bit. And are you eating it? Not at the moment. Perfect. Talk to me when you're eating hair. The colors have flavors. Not the ones you'd expect. <laughs> uh, hello, police? <laughs> <laughs> the police can't help you here. <laughs> then uh, her ex, Joel, approaches her. Uh, and says, hey, uh, just so you know, I didn't know that you were involved in the call yesterday. Like, I, I wasn't I wasn't here to, to see you. Um, but then when he's asked why he's here now, he says, oh, I'm here to check up on you. Yeah. Make sure you're okay. Because of love or whatever. Um, and then she says, I don't need you to do that. Bye. <laughs> Get out. And then she walks away. And as he has kind of stood there, the receptionist behind the desk goes, oh, I'm single. <laughs> I love that for no... <laughs> It's a subtle joke for nothing. <laughs> Just, I'm single. Last time we see that nurse, too. It is. That's why it's so good. Throwaway line, but I like it. There's not a lot of, like, tension break comedy in this movie. No. But the couple times there are, I, I like it. They hit it. It's not... It, it's tension breaking, but not 
over the top. It's not like like Marvel movies. Yeah, I was gonna say comedy. it's not Love and Thunder. Everything's a joke forever. And then Christian Bale kicks ass. Not enough. Not enough to save that movie. No, not even a little. Uh, so later on, Rose is reading the report from Laura's incident with the teacher and sees she claimed he smiled at her the whole time he bashed his fucking head in. Um, and then she receives a call from Holly as they both apologize for the argument and Holly asks Rose to at least get Jackson a birthday gift. Uh, while they talk, Rose looks out the window and appears to see what looks like Laura um, on the ground floor. Uh, this is super far. And she she kind of looks a couple of times and you get a mm-hmm. quick glimpse and it's like is that you kind of instantly be like that's is that that girl yeah because same same clothes and everything and well she's just standing there while there's some movement like general courtyard movement yeah but there's one person just standing you can't very, really very clearly s- looking up at at Rose I would say you can't even see that she's like a hundred percent staring up at her but it looks like she is like mm-hmm. oh is she is this lady staring um. So, Rose then leaves her room and walks by that patient Carl's room from before. Fucking Carl. And he is seen with a smile. Uh, a big shitty grin. Forces Rose as she walks by. She just goes, hey, hey, Carl. And then stops and walks back and turns in and looks at him with this smile. And he's just sitting on the edge of the bed, just staring out the door, smiling. Super stiff. Um, and she walks in, like snapping in his face and going like, hey, Carl. Before he just breaks out gets in Rose's face and just starts repeatedly saying, you're going to die, you're going to die, you're going to die. I mean, uh, maybe. She calls for help and Carl Eventually. Gets, Carl gets restrained by orderlies, but as they enter the room, Carl's laying on his bed. Uh, nowhere near her. Uh-huh, and not aggressive at all. No, like laying in bed in fetal position saying like, no, please. I didn't do things. Uh, after this, Rose tries to tell her boss, uh, Cal Penn. <laughs> he is both Cal and Penn. His name is Morgan, but I he I refer Cal to Penn. I refer to him as her boss and Morgan several times. So just know they're the same character. Cal Penn uh, tells her boss what happened, but he's pretty like accusatory at her, saying, you know, well, you could still be in shock from what happened with Laura, and you probably misunderstood the situation. Um, I don't know if I'd say it's accusatory. I think it's more. Caring for her well being. Yeah, I I think I I wrote accusatory because of the first thing where he says, "I don't think you understand what happened," and then he goes into more caring. That's fair, but like the whole thing, I think comes from like, "Hey, you're way overworked," and they kind of glimpse it at the beginning where, like, they pretty much say she slept in the office and yeah, she's always in this place. (laughs) It's just basically Rose. You're still here. Yeah. Why the what the fuck are you doing? Uh, then he tells her that she's going to take a paid week off to get her mental health in check. She protests, but eventually agrees and leaves. I mean, free week. Sounds nice, right? Right, I'll take it. I just had one. Son of a bitch. Getting another one next month. Dibs. You can have it. All right. So on the drive home, Rose goes to buy a gift for Jackson, um, and it's a little little toy, toy train. Uh, very... 1950s toy train. Yes. No kid wants that Made toy out train. of wood. Yeah. Um, and while she's in this shop, the camera pans down to a little... little I think it's a train set. Um, and all the people on the box are smiling. <laughs> smile, smile, smile. Uh, which is weird. Well, not weird, because it's definitely what it should be. But I like that they just allude like, oh yeah, this is creepy. 
but also you go buy a toy that has people not smiling on it. That's probably the creepiest toy yeah. of all time. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, so she's at home uh, wrapping the gift, and Trevor texts her saying he's stuck at work and he'll be home late. Uh, she goes to pour some wine, and then her home alarm goes off, causing her to drop the glass. Uh, fuck this loud-ass noise. Oh, it is awful. And it goes on for way too long. For way too long. Because she just stands there for a second. Yeah, she, she instantly grips her ears after breaking this. Motherfucker, I don't want to hear it either. <laughs> yeah, turn it off, please. Uh, she yells out, fuck, and I did too, actually, when uh-huh. the noise went off. Please stop making this noise. <laughs> Uh, then she shakily arms herself with some scissors to see what tripped the alarm. Uh, she turns the corner to see her front door is locked and shut. Uh, she turns off the alarm, and then we hear the sound of wind whistling. Yeah, keep doing that while I do this scene. Is that, is that wind? Yeah. Uh, she turns the corner again and sees her back door is cracked open. As she goes to investigate, she gets a call from the security company. But... <laughs> <laughs> How's that? Is I'm that really wind- interested to hear what that sound is. Is that make. windy enough for you? Uh, but it turns out to be a malicious entity that taunts Rose. And Zach, oh. uh, put you on the spot here because you're going to help me read this. All right. Uh, so we're going to go line for line for these next five things. I really like this scene, yeah. by the way. So phone rings. She says hello. And then the voice on the other line says, are you alone in the house, ma'am? Yes. Are you sure? What? Are you sure you haven't let something inside, Rose? Look behind you. Oh, man. So good. So good. I also want to point out, too, because I don't think you do justice saying this. When the voice turns from the character being, like, helpful, like, this is just a call center person. Yeah, it goes from, like, the the light tone to... You can hear them smile. Well, you can hear them smiling. They're smirking. In their voice. Look behind you. Look behind so, you. Ah. It is fucking... Any, anytime that happens in any movie where there's like something on a wall or something where it's like behind you, you're like, ah, this is going to suck. You're like, god damn it. And they, there's no payoff to this scene. Now, also, so, it she, so the, the look behind you happens and she stays... So the camera's behind her. Mm-hmm. Like you see the back of her head. Uh-huh. And she stays looking forward and does the slow turn... And it feels like forever. Yeah. It is. And, it, and you, the whole time, you're just like, fuck. I know it's coming. <laughs> Please, no, God. I, I don't want to see it, but I can't look away. Um, so as she slowly turns around, her home phone then rings. Which, what the fuck? She runs to answer it. That's the security company. With the same person, I'm pretty sure, too. The yeah, voice the is woman. the same. Uh, we then cut to the home surrounded by police as they walk outside and tell her it's all clear. As uh, Trevor pulls up and he's like, what the fuck happened? I, I like the, the the cops like, eh, thanks, have a good night. And he's like, you too? Yeah, cops the like, fuck are you doing here? So good. Um, so <laughs> they walk in and then Trevor goes, Rose, did you break another glass? <laughs> That's the first thing. I love it. Dick. <laughs> um, so Staying true to those A-train roots. <laughs> later that night, they can't find mustache. And Rose says, I don't even remember setting the house alarm, but I guess I did it by accident. Teehee. And Trevor goes, well, why would you even, like, why, why would you do the that? Point? Right? And, and then she just tries to assure Trevor that she's okay. Later on that night, 
Rose awakes from a nightmare of her mother dead from the overdose. Um, and then she goes and listens to recordings that she took in the room with Laura before she died. Because uh, she, she takes her recorder and puts it on yeah, the table at the what, start of the scene. What, what she first started doing is like, why is there audio for this? And I remember, oh, yeah. she did have the... Because it's like right before everything happens. Like a doctor probably would yeah. in this scenario. Uh, so she's listening to these tapes and we can hear what sounds like a breath of like a third person like right up against this mic. I couldn't hear anything. Neither could I, but I looked it up and that's what it said it was. Oh, okay. Because I... I'm just going to fast forward through the scene a little bit. She listens to this thing and she keeps rewinding and fa- and listening. And yeah. She literally gets closer to the screen wearing headphones and it... Both <laughs> me and Courtney were like, why are you moving forward? It doesn't help. Quit turning the music down. It doesn't help you see better. It, it, that's true. And I do it. <laughs> but, well, podcast. But, I don't know. It bugged me when she did it in the movie. I don't know why. Um, and so she, this is happening. She's rewinding, replaying, and then uh, Laura is just standing next to her, and she goes, "Rose!" Just super quick. Uh, that that was a good, uh, not a good jump scare, but it, it kind of caught me off guard. Yeah, I was like, "Ah, oh, goddamn it!" Rose falls out of this chair, sp- like crawls backwards, climbs into her kitchen, pulls a knife out, she's, and just stands up against the fridge. She bowed it. She's, she's ready for a throwdown. Uh, and then Trevor runs out right away as she has this knife out to him. Yeah, and I, he's like, oh, fuck. His reaction is actually super on point. Oh, it's he great. He comes in and he skids and like one foot hops. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Slow it down there, cowboy. It's. I will say it's refreshing to see... Because I haven't seen... Uh, Jesse T. Usher and anything that's not the boys. Yeah. It was very refreshing to see him play somebody who is inherently lovable. Yeah, that's true. As opposed he's, to... And he's a great asshole. actor. Like, Yeah, man. I, he's really I've good. I've enjoyed him in the, the few things I have seen him in. Uh, so, then we see... Um, the next day, Rose goes to visit her therapist, um, Madeline. Old white lady. Yeah. Generic old white lady. And she talks about the experience of Laura's death and tells her about the, the smile thing. Uh, Madeline says, well, uh, have you stopped to think that maybe it could be this triggering the past trauma of your mother and her suicide? I don't want to talk about that. Yeah, and Rose's like, I'm not here for that shit. <laughs> I like, because then she goes, I don't, she just says, I don't want to talk about that. Can I have drugs, please? Yeah, she says, uh, "I can I get like a script for Risperdal, which is an antipsychotic. I, wanted, I was curious what that was, but I couldn't remember what you, yeah, what you asked for. Yeah, it's used a lot for... I've got a couple friends in the medical field, so they'll tell me if I'm wrong. But from what I saw, it was used for like bipolar disorder, schizophrenia, stuff oh, like okay. that. Quit fucking around, I guess. Yeah, and she tells uh, Madeline that she's having hallucinations that feel so real in the moment. But Madeline says, this is because of you not dealing with your trauma. Oh, fuck you. Um, and I think it's a good idea if we start having regular sessions again. And she said, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Yeah, so later on, Rose is doing her makeup uh, in the mirror, and she, she throws herself a smile in the mirror before quickly discarding it. Yeah, yeah, d- don't do that. <laughs> I, I I will say it's not, she doesn't hit the same creepy smile. No, it's just a regular yeah. smile. But still, you're like, ah, I don't want to see the like mirror Rose do well, a smile right now. What do you think you're doing, Rose? And then we cut to Jackson's birthday party. Which I'm sure is Zach's favorite scene in the movie. Oh, god damn it. Uh, when so it's, mad. When it's time to give out gifts, 
Um, we so we we see trains all around this fucking house. This kid yeah. loves trains. He's a train kid. Which I mean, it's either trains, dinosaurs, or astronauts when you're that age, or knights, or the army, I guess. Not fucking trains. I like trains. You you have train sets. You into trains that much? Go fuck yourself. When I was little. No, you didn't. It was all like Thomas the Tank Engine stuff. That is different. That's anime. <laughs> You're goddamn right it is. You're goddamn right. <laughs> I choo choo choose you. Uh, so, he's opening Rose's gift now. Which is supposed to be this train. Instead, when he opens it, he very what? silently looks around at everybody and then his mom goes, what is it, honey? And he picks up the body of mustache out of this box. Don't know why he picked it up. Right? I wouldn't. Right. You know what it is already. Don't <laughs> grab it. Turn the box around. Yeah. As everyone immediately freaks out and Rose goes, oh, my God, no. This wasn't me, I swear. Her reaction is really good. Because she instantly grabs the cat and yeah, like she hugs it, runs like, over to her. Oh cat. my god, that's my baby! Yeah, which that's what you should do because that's your baby. Little babies. Um, everyone freaks out, and Rose tries to assure everybody that she didn't do it. She's standing in the middle of this room, looking around at everybody, being like, "This wasn't me. Something's happening." And then we see one of the the mothers sitting in a chair, cracks this fucking grin. Just. Just sitting there staring, and Rose goes, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> <laughs> this is a kids' party. <laughs> one of you see this, right? I like that. Yeah, she like says, that. "How do none of you see what's happening?" We all know what's up. Um, and she turns and is trying to tell people something's there. Turns around, and this thing is right in her face, causing her to stumble backwards and fall through a glass table brutally. She sits up, and we see her arms are sliced to shit. She looks and like she's trying to kill herself. The, I would say the most realistic bloody scream. Oh, yeah. Like, it's just pure terror and pain and adrenaline. And even just, I can't handle this. Just, yeah, just full breakdown. Yeah. Um, Rose is brought to the hospital she works at for medical attention. Her boss comes in, and he goes, oh, my God. <laughs> what the fuck? Um, she's... He's trying to console her, but she is completely zoned out, staring at the uh, the pain scale on the wall because the faces are smiling. Yeah, little smiley faces. Uh, when Trevor brings her home, Rose tries to explain herself in the car with him, but he thinks uh, she's losing her fucking mind, and he goes, "Did you kill Mustache? Just that'd, tell me." That'd be the only thing I'd be asked. Yeah. What the fuck? And she goes, no, I didn't fucking kill our cat. Uh, and then he says, you know, mental illness is genetic. So it kind of makes sense. Pretty dick move. I can't... Oh, I can't fathom someone saying that. To yeah. Me. I, it, it would be hands. It would be hands right yeah. there. Motherfucker, everybody's got mental illness. You go fuck yourself. Yeah. How dare you? <laughs> you ran through a woman. Hey. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> um, and then he just walks into the house, just leaving her yep, standing outside. I'm good. Um, later on, we see a disheveled Rose in a shaking, crying mess, looking at her bandaged arms. Uh, and then we see Trevor sleeping on the couch. 
Which I like the little detail because they don't even address it. He's just sleeping on yeah, the couch. Yeah, he's just there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so later on, Rose begins to do some investigating. Uh, she looks up Laura's professor, uh, Gabriel Munez, and as she does, she hears whispering coming from her fucking closet. And she's just like, I don't want to deal with that. Yeah, uh, absolutely not. Um, and then later on that night, as she is in bed, uh, she is turned away from the door, and Laura is standing there, <laughs> just going, Rose, Rose, <laughs> Rose! Hello! Um, and when she yells Rose, it cuts to the next day of a car horn honking at her, because she's standing in the middle of the road. Makes sense. Um, as, as you normally are. That scene... I don't like it. It's, it spooked me. Oh, hey. I don't like when people yell. Ah, yeah, not into it either. <laughs> you can calm down. How about you calm your ass down? Let's Sit have, down. We'll have a conversation. <laughs> you can be mad, but you're going to shut the fuck up. <laughs> I just thought of the shirt I saw on TikTok today. Yeah. <laughs> it just says, so there's... It's just like shitty, like Times New Roman font on a black shirt. It just says, "Don't bully me, I'll come," with a uh, sad face emoji on the end of it. I get it, <laughs> and just you, but you, I don't like it. I could just picture you wearing that shirt, telling someone, "Don't yell at me, <laughs> stop, zap it." I don't like it. Or I do. Ooh. <laughs> it's the role play aspect. Everything's a role play if you play roles. I could eat. You want X- some bread? X-Files theme song plays. It's not. <sighs> Such a good show. So the next day, after this car horn, uh, Rose is tracking down um, the teacher's widow, Victoria. Uh, she enters and they talk for a moment. She says that, uh, Rose says that she's a reporter. And they talk for a moment before uh, Victoria shows her um, a room of The, the creepiest room of all time. Yep. If you live in this house, get the fuck out of that house. Yeah, so she walks in and she goes, I keep wanting to take these down, but I can't. And it's just drawings and paintings of smiles. <laughs> Things with smiles. Just feels bad. Don't do this. Um, there's one that she says is his brother that died when he was little. Um, and it's just him with like a burnt face and a smile. Yeah, uh, just creepy shit like that. And and it's, you know it's all obviously focused on the smile. Mm-hmm. And she she tells Rose that Gabriel had been cl- claimed to have uh, seen visions of something haunting him. Uh, and this all started just days after he witnessed another woman named Anna Powell commit suicide. Another murder. Um, when Rose claims that she is experiencing what Gabriel did. Victoria thinks that she is mocking her tragedy and tells her to get the fuck out. Yeah, she's pretty mad. Uh, so right after this, Rose visits her ex, Joel, for help in her investigation. Despite his initial reluctance, he looks up Anna Powell and finds that she died by gouging her eyes out. Uh-oh. Uh, they have photos. It's uh, disgusting. <laughs> they, they do have photos. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a fan of these. <laughs> no, they're, they don't get like super hard on them, but they are brutal. Like, yeah, they're they're not. I wouldn't say it's gory, but they're bloody. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it's also reported that Anna saw a man commit suicide too, which is shown on security camera footage from a gas station. I actually really like the um, the video on this one, where this we see this guy 
as she's pumping gas, stop and stare at her. Um, and then walk over to like a like a landscaping truck and yeah. pick up a, a pair of garden shears. Then walk back over to to her and uh, impale himself with them, spraying blood all over her car. It's super brutal, and I like it too because it's it's a grainy video. It's far from you know it's not a close up, obviously. Mm-hmm. And when you, the first time you see it, you're like, oh shit, was he smiling? Because you kind of see it. Yeah. The, the, again, the smiles are really subtle, but. But bananas good, and even Joel is like, "What's that fucking smile?" Yeah, what the fuck? Because because they, they rewatch it, and you and you can they glo- zoom in. It's like, oh shit, yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, and so later on, now Rose returns home, and she finds that Trevor has called Madeline to provide a house call, and uh, they're basically intervention style ambushing her. Mm-hmm. They're both just sitting on this couch waiting for her, um, and they're saying, you know, we're just really concerned about your mental state and everything that's going on with you. Um, Rose snaps at Trevor saying you're more concerned with how this is going to make you look than how I uh, am feeling Um, and then (laughs) Madeline stands up and goes Rose just sit down for a second she goes no you just make yourself at fucking home and leaves and books it Uh, but at this point in the movie too Rose is disheveled at all Mm -hmm. times she's not sleeping which I think more credence to the uh, Laura doesn't Laura hasn't slept yeah you know, she's obviously having troubles when Smiley's yelling your name while yeah. you're sleeping. And I mean, Trevor's like, well then, if you feel that way, why are we even together? And Rose says, good point. Bye. <laughs> uh, and then she fucking leaves. Did they ever say what the husband does for work? I'm just, I'm just no. curious, because like, they have a nice-ass house, and she's a doctor. Drives a nice car. Yeah. Like, what does he do? I thought at first, when you see his car the first time, I thought he was a Tesla. But it's not a Tesla. Oh, I thought it was. It has handles. Oh, neat. <laughs> it's like a Hyundai or something. Ooh, Hyundai something, Sonata. Something ethnic. A Japanese. Some ethnic cheese. Some, oh, ooh. That gives my, my stomach burbles. And another guy named Trevor. It's Trevorception. I guess. Trevor's Tre- talking about Trevor, who is making a story about Trevor. Trevor P. Oh, God. All the Trevor's pee in one jar. The worst episode. Whoever tastes it the most wins. I'm say Zach drinks it. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I'd lose that one. You you win. <laughs> um, so, Rose then goes to visit Holly in an attempt to explain herself uh, about the birthday. And she basically says, I've been cursed. Uh, or I've been caught up in some sort of curse. But Holly does not forgive Rose and says, you are doing... Exactly what mom did before she died. And then Rose snapbacks again. Rose says, how the fuck would you know you moved out? Uh-huh. Um, Holly says, I had to. I had to to survive. And all this this sibling drama back and forth for a moment. Right. Um, then and Rose just goes to leave. And the, the what's the sister's name? Holly. Holly's Holly. just a bitch. Oh, yeah. She's just... Playing victim and justifying her actions for leaving her sister because behind. of me, I had to. Yep, I did it for you. I did it for the people. I did it for the rock. I did it for Damien. It's all for you, Damien. I got nothing. I I don't know what that is. The omen. Oh my god! There you go. Ah, uh, it's all for you, Damien. I think that was like one of the newer ones, but either way, you so, should feel bad. Rose goes back to her car, and we see Holly walk back out of her house. She's, like, 
very briskly walking to the car to catch Rose before she leaves. The visual. This, huh. We talked about this a little before. I huh. love this scene. So, and I want to paint it a little bit here. You do it, man. You take it. Because Rose is in the car, just like looking forward, frustrated, fucking pissed. And so it's just from the passenger view, looking at Rose. Holly's walking out. The whole time you're like, oh, this something's going to happen here. It has to. You have the vibe. So, like, I, for me personally, I was staring at Holly's face, but it's blurred. You can't really see anything. Yeah. So, that, you can't tell. She gets to the car, and she's standing in front of the window, and she knocks on the window. Yeah. But you can't see Holly's head. Like Yeah, she's, she's standing like, stand, so standing straight. Yeah. And, like, I instantly was like, oh, okay, nothing's going to happen. She's going to yell at her. And then <sighs> Rose looks, and Holly's head drops. And I don't mean... It, like, she, spins. Yeah. it well, It goes up and down to be... Going facing her skull is facing the ground. Now. Yeah, her her head is upside down. Yeah, it, it goes, she, it like rotates up this windy neck. It yeah, has it the was smile. It was crisscross's dream. Yes, and <laughs> it has smile the smile, and she freaks out. And this is the one that got like this jump scare got me. Yeah, man. So this this is um, a jump scare from the trailer, which you sent me this on TikTok when when it first came out and you uh you said dude the end and i watched it and when the head swings down in the trailer ah oh i don't even remember it in the trailer yeah man i got i watched that not remembering any of that it's at so the I liked very it a end lot. wow okay and as soon as she got in the car i was like this is the fucking scene oh no oh no <laughs> this is happening <laughs> and it, it didn't get me as much as i thought it would but it was still terrifying see i completely forgot about it until you just said that so when I watched it, it was all fresh. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Scary. Oh, just spookish. <laughs> I done poopied. Oh, no. Oh, no. Sorry, I usually watch movies in a litter box, so. It's true. He doesn't have a couch. It's true. This guy's a furry. You just don't know it. He's well, in full fursona right now. Fursona. I know you didn't make that up, but I'm really disappointed I've never heard that or thought that That's before. That's what they call it. I know. <laughs> and that's why I'm upset, because it's so obvious. You know what it is when they're a dragon or a lizard? They're scalies. I get it. Not into it. It's not a brony, you know. That's where it's at. What's your fursona? <laughs> Mad. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's not what that means. Actually, it might. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. What's, I don't know what it what, means. What's the most upset creature at all times? Grumpy cat. I do like that cat. Dead? Yeah, lived here. That cat met every plaza, Aubrey Plaza. Yeah, because they look the same. Yeah. <laughs> Saying is a thing. <laughs> you love Aubrey Plaza. She, I, I don't know why. She's just, like, my favorite actress. Everything I watch... If you want to watch an odd one, watch a lovely evening or magical evening with Beverly Luff-Lynn. It's got Aubrey Plaza, uh, Jermaine Clement, Matt Berry, and uh, Craig Robinson. It's super weird, but fantastic. It's one of those movies where everything's really awkward, mm -hmm. but if you're into it, it's really funny. Okay, gotcha. uh, but Matt Berry. He's, I do like Matt Berry. He's uh, Craig. Him and Craig Robinson are like in love friends, mm. like he, like hetero life mate friends. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, it's it's just really good. This is my life partner. Exactly. Yeah. 
<laughs> so it's a great movie. I'm sure it is. It's not, but I like it. Uh, we're talking about Smile. Do what? It? So that night, um, Rose is eating outside of a diner. She got a little burger or something. She's just jamming food in her maw. In her maw. Wow. Big, yeah. big, uh, big medieval medieval word for you. It's three letters. It's big for you. That's true. Yeah. It's perfectly average. Someone it's say it's too big. It's perfect for me. <laughs> Instant blood vomit. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so, yeah, she's just jamming, jamming food in her maw. Um, and Joel calls her saying, I found 20 other cases uh, connecting to each other for this, but only 19 of them were suicides. Uh, this is the part I... You could have left a little bit of this out, I think. Um, I, I just don't think it did much for... So it kind of we'll we'll, we'll get to it yeah. here in a second, yeah, uh, and then I guess we'll talk about it a little more after that. So the twenty cases, nineteen were suicides. The only one that's different um, was done by a man named Robert Talley, who witnessed one of the suicides. Then a couple days later, went and murdered a woman. Uh, however, one of the witnesses of the murder killed themselves shortly after. Uh, Talley is alive and he's in prison. So for murder, weird. They're going to this prison. Uh, on the way, Rose tells Joel a theory that these people aren't killing themselves, but they're actually being possessed by this smile entity, demon, whatever, and it's killing them. Uh, Rose then asks how long in between each victim's deaths uh, says it, it was in the file. And he says none lasted longer than a week, uh, some not even lasting four days, and it's day four for Rose. Now, do you think the week was a nod to the ring? I feel like that was a, th- a nod to the ring. Seven days. I don't know why. Cause, like, throughout the movie, a lot of it, I was just like, seven days. This is the ring. This is the ring meets. It follows. It rings. Ring follows? Ring follows? Yeah. No, Both aren't good. I think it rings is better. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I don't think it is. I don't know why. Like, for no other reason than I just kept thinking about it, do I, like, do I just think that? It's a it's bad reasoning, but it's in yeah. my head. Zombie, I, zombie. <laughs> Damn, I didn't get that at first. <laughs> I know you hate that song, so I don't. I just hate when you sing it. In my head, in my head. You got that Creed voice. It, uh, yeah. <laughs> wild. Well, somebody's got to whine about something. <laughs> um. So Joel escorts Rose into the prison. Uh, claiming that she's a therapist building a case file on, on a similar case. And the prison guard says, Joel, you got 10 minutes. That's all I can do for you, man. Um, she meets Robert Talley, um, and he instantly opens up to her after she brings up the creature. He's just like, oh, something similar? Yeah, I murdered all those people. Yeah. And so he says, um, this thing latches on to people's trauma, and that's how it spreads itself to new victims. Each of the victims uh, victims witnessed a suicide, and then they became the next victim. So Robert killed someone uh, to prevent the entity from killing him. Uh, so basically... Murder, murder, murder. Yeah, so someone needs to witness something traumatic. Like, when the, when the entity kills itself as this person it traumatizes the next person so it latches onto them to keep on rolling yeah 
Instead, this guy who was who had the this curse on him killed somebody in front of someone, and it traumatized the the witness, and so he got the curse. This is the most you get, I think, from this. And that's it, it, that's a lot, but it's I don't know. It didn't hit me just right. Yeah, and he says um, he did a bunch of research. And he found several patterns of this. One in Brazil, where a man lived because he killed someone else. And that's what gave him the idea to try it. Uh, like we said, trauma is what, needed to, needs the, what the entity needs to latch on. So it's got to be crazy. And this whole time, um, Rose is telling him, like, this patient I have yeah. is experiencing these things. And he says, look, the, your patient needs to kill someone and make it look crazy. And then she she blurts out, I can't fucking kill anybody. And he instantly goes, oh, it's you? Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck away from me. Which I think it's weirder that he didn't instantly suspect her. Right? (laughs) Just look at her. Yeah, he just goes, she walks in and goes, "Um, my my patient. (laughs) Like, (laughs) no. Can you even prove you're a doctor? You got to tell me for a doctor. You know that. Right? Yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> law. By law, the Constitution says you have to tell me if you're a doctor. <laughs> um, and uh, that's that's where this ends. Cops run in to restrain him because he's yelling, "Get her yeah, away from me!" Away from her. Um, she leaves, and they're they're walking away. Yeah, um, I don't know. Something about this. It just seemed like kind of a forced give me. I feel like they could have gotten to this scenario the same another way. Yeah, I think it was it was. It was an exposition dump. Yeah. Like, instead of... That's the best way to put it. I that. like it more than her, like, going deep deep web researching this. That's fair. I like it more than that. I like the cop part of it. Because by the end of the cop scene where they found, like, the three or four that did it... Yeah. It's like, yeah, man. There's a, it, The cop's like, I'm, I'm just confused. What's going on? Yeah. It's like, obviously there's a pattern. Do your job. Um, the, the whole, like, the protagonist goes online and finds everything um that's one of my least favorite things about the paranormal activity series because in every movie they've experienced the paranormal activity and they go online and they're like here's the answer it's a demon and i i just hate when movies do that is the other least favorite part about those movies the rest of the movies because they're fucking terrible you know i love those movies. i do and but i know you have bad taste I ranked them all on our TikTok recently at Scarapy Pod, and I commented on it. You did. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, I was upset enough that this went on without my consent. <laughs> he, he commented, "Does this? Uh, does this? What was it? Is this does the, this reflect the, the views yeah, of reflect. all parties of, of Scarapy Pod?" <laughs> and I just replied, "No." <laughs> and I whispered, "No." Uh. So Rose goes back home, and she's going over all of this evidence. Uh, she's got, like, all the pictures of the dead bodies sprawled out on a table. Yeah, um, you know, like Batman. <laughs> I always look for the patterns. <laughs> the element never sleeps. I always look for berries. Neither do I. I always look for gold coins. Man, are you on TikTok a lot? Yeah, hit or miss. I get, I, get, I get on a TK hole. So... Um, something's been sweeping TikTok recently, which is doubloons. Doubloons, um, huh? Like, videos where it's a cat, like, giving you ten, ten doubloons and shit like that. Okay. And then other videos where this cat's robbing you of all your doubloons. Okay. And there's, like, a whole working, like, 
uh, economy right now of people like buying and selling things with doubloons on TikTok. So cryptocurrency. Cryptocurrency, but with even less value. Got it. It's beautiful. Perfect. Um, I just didn't know if you had seen that because it's all over my shit. No, um, it's been a minute, and I'm just gonna need a cinnamon minute. roll I'm gonna need to fill a, me up. Yep. <laughs> That's all I got. That's how far back on TikTok I am. Uh, so, as she's looking at all these suicides, she looks over at her kitchen knife and gives it a longing gaze. <laughs> Like it owes her money. Before there's a doorbell ring. And she quickly scoops all this shit up and hides it. Um, she opens the door and it's her therapist, Madeline. Uh, here to apologize for ambushing her with the at-home therapy session. And she goes, uh, but you do know that by law I have to call the police if I think you're a danger to yourself. Uh, can I just come in and you prove to me that you're not? Sold. Yep. Now... I want to preface, this is the best scene in the movie. This scene is nutty bananas. Yes. This is Rocky Road meets a full bag of peanuts. This is Graham Central Station. That's not nutty Meets peanuts. (laughs) Anything that meets peanuts, I guess. (laughs) This is Charlie Brown eating peanuts. That's peanuts on peanuts. The double nut. Whoa. You can only say that on Scary Pod. This is a Texas Roadhouse floor. Pre-COVID. Oh, I don't want to eat off that floor. I don't want to eat around that floor. <laughs> uh, so they're they're in there and they're talking, and they're they're just talking back and forth about what's going on before the home phone rings. Goddamn! Uh, now this is upsetting. <laughs> Why the fuck do you have a home phone? It is 2022, motherfucker. And they're sitting and talking, and then they stop when this phone rings, and they kind of just look at each other. And Madeline goes, are you going to get that? And she goes, it might be important. Yeah. Okay. Picks it up, answers, and uh, it's Madeline. What (laughs) the fuck? Madeline is on the phone apologizing for what happened. And Rose's face instantly drops. And I believe the phone instantly drops. Yep. And she slowly turns back to the Madeline sitting in front of her as we see the smile slowly start in the corners of her mouth. The and then pressure just, on this oh. woman to make this smile right had to have been immense. Oh my god. I'm getting goosebumps. It's so good. Talking about it. It is fantastically phenomenal. So we get just a full shot of the smile forming on her face going from just closed lips to whole cheeks tensed for this smile. Like She dislocated her jaw and ate a snake baby. And then... It says in a demonic-esque, like, echoey voice. Yeah, the voice is a little weird. Not a fan of it, I but wish it they had, fit, kinda. Uh, it fit, but I wish they had done... I, I would have been fine with just Just the person's voice. Yeah, they didn't need it. Um, says, Rose's time is coming. And it... She backs up, and she falls over the couch and is, like, crawling away. As this thing, never losing eye contact, full smile, just walks up and over the couch... In three seamless steps, it is incredible. It and it and and this is like an old lady, so it it looks even cooler. And it's like the the camera styling on this; it doesn't seem crazy. Like it's so smooth mm-hmm. that it's just happening. Yeah, that you're not like, what the fuck? Yeah, there's and, a couple times where this thing's like 
and it's it shot have, from yeah. like the floor yeah like where rose would be mm-hmm. so we're seeing from rose's perspective it just walk over this couch just full dead eye at her so it doesn't seem like it but this thing has gotten immensely bigger to to climb this couch mm-hmm. with, with ease it's and it's just intimidating yep and so she <laughs> rose backs herself into a corner and gets up against a wall and then this thing's arm just shoots out over her mouth gets right up to her face and screeches with just fucking spit coming off the mouth. It's pretty grody. And then Rose really uncharacteristically goes, Daddy, choke me, Daddy. Harder. Harder. And that's what the movie ends. (laughs) And then they, neither of them are smiling anymore. (laughs) They're just both smoking cigarettes. Yes. Um, So, then we just cut to a later scene uh, from this screech that is one thing with the movie where the cuts are like we don't know where to take this scene yeah they just end up cuts are like i kind of respect it though (laughs) i don't know how this lady leaves the house now so fuck it i wrote the i wrote the scene to the max it climaxed fuck it we're done fuck the fuck the falling action yeah i don't need this climax resolution (laughs) we're we're on to the next um so now we see rose outside the hospital in her car Um, And she's just sitting, and there's a knife on the seat next to her. Uh, She tucks the knife up her sleeve, and she walks in. Which, don't fucking tuck that up your sleeve. Yeah, well... So stupid. I also had a big problem. I don't know if you watched her grab the knife. She grabs it by the blade. By the blade, yeah. I was like... Get the fuck out. If this thing's sharp at all, that would get you. As somebody who sharpened knives for Uh two years of their life, you don't fucking do that. Two years? Mm -hmm. You worked there for two years? Yeah, man. What the fuck? Yeah, man. <coughs> I thought you were just a sandwich artist. Um, the the sandwich artistry came before. That is B.A. Nana's. Yeah, dude. I've had four jobs. I had four jobs like last year. Yeah. Still do. Yeah. Uh-huh. Five now. If you want to consider this a job. I guess I also had five jobs. This is not a job. This is a disappointment. This is hell. <laughs> no, no. My mother is not proud. She listened once. She did not continue. <laughs> Mine too. Eh, I get it. Uh, um. So yeah, she tucks this knife up her sleeve chaotically and goes in. Um. <coughs> so she goes into the building and finds Carl's uh, Carl's room. Carl, where, where she goads him into freaking out uh she just <laughs> turns into the room and he instantly is like you're a bad you're a bad woman <laughs> you're bad don't like you gotta watch Waffner. yeah and he is just like huddled in a corner uh screaming as uh morgan comes in and goes rose what the fuck are you doing here calpan yes calpan um rose just looks at him pulls the knife out of her sleeve and turns around and stabs Carl in the chest. For just like seemingly no reason. I mean, there's a reason. You get it. I like the cow pad. What are you doing? This. <laughs> um, just starts stabbing and stabbing as Carl goes in between screaming in terror and smiling and yelling at her as, as she's stabbing him. 
It's fantastic. It's dude. really good because it cuts back and forth from this stabbing to Morgan screaming back to the stabbing. Uh-huh. Uh, and then it cuts back to Morgan and he tears his face off. Don't know why, but it happens. <laughs> uh, but this is just a nightmare as Rose wakes up in her car. Right. Uh, back to where we were. Oh, there goes gravity. Back to reality. Snap back to reality. Oh, there goes spaghetti. No, he goes spaghetti. Every fifth word is spaghetti. But he won't give up spaghetti. <coughs> but whose spaghetti was it? Spaghetti's run up. Spaghetti's up over Blau. Snap back to spaghetti. <laughs> I, I don't like it. Knees spaghetti. <laughs> whose spaghetti was it? Spaghetti on his sweater already. Mom spaghetti. He's spaghetti. Um, spaghetti? But on the surface, he looks calm spaghetti to drop spaghetti. The surface? But he keeps on spaghetti when he wrote spaghetti. The whole crowd goes spaghetti. I feel like we cut the spaghetti bit. He opens his mouth. <laughs> but spaghetti won't come out. <laughs> yeah, he's coughing up spaghetti right now. You could hear it on my mic. That's true. <laughs> I listened to the last week's episode. Can you can hear those cough. coughs, yep. Trying not to. It is getting worse. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, so Morgan finds her passed out in her car. Um, like, after she wakes up, he knocks on the window, and he's like, what are you doing here? And she goes, I don't know. What? And he uh. goes, come inside, let's talk. And she goes, no, I have to be alone. I have to be alone. Yeah, I have to be alone. And then Morgan's eyes shift and we see he sees the knife on the seat and he goes don't leave I'm gonna make a phone call Just l- let's hang out come on um, bro and as soon as she, as he takes a step she is fucking Audi Audi 5 thou she is gone just she, she had a thought and couldn't stop the feeling can't stop addicted to the shindig chop chop so that's gonna win big this is the Scarapy musical. It is. Hysterical. Um, it's hysterical. And as she goes to pull away, um, <coughs> he turns into Smile Demon Carl with bloody mouth for a second, and then she peels out. She peels out, and then he's just running. <laughs> yeah. He tries hey, man. to keep up. I get it. He's a runner. He's a track star. Not cardio. No, we're not doing that one. <laughs> uh, Rose, on the way, calls Joel who tells her, what the fuck did you do? Um, there is an APB out for you right now that says you're dangerous. I mean, murder. You got a knife in her car. Yeah. Um, Attempted murder? No. Plot, plotted murder. She didn't do anything yet. Plotted murder. Okay. Um, she tells him that she has to isolate herself in order to stop the entity from spreading. Um, and he says, so you're just going to be alone forever? And she goes, no. Um, that just wouldn't work. So I've got to face it. Then she drives to her childhood home uh, where the mom died. This dilapidated house. Yeah. Uh, we get a momentary flashback of her mother waking up from her overdose, asking Rose to get help and saying she made a bad mistake. But Rose gets scared and runs away. Not a mistake. You take too many drugs. Uh, mm, uh, yeah, I uh, think I, I think uh, I'm inclined to agree. 
Yeah. Some of your drugs. You want drugs? Give, wait. Give me your drugs. <laughs> I'm a better. I'm better than this. <laughs> I don't need to buy from you. Just give it to me. Hey, asshole. I'm famous. Give it to me. No, Anthony Jeselnik. Nothing. I mean, I get it. He had a couple of good bits. I like him. Yeah, he's fine. Once you watch him once, though, you get it. Yeah, you heard him once, you get the punchline on the rest of them. Ruin that baby's whole week. I got nothing on that one. Anthony Jeselnik. I understood that part. That wasn't the part I didn't get. Itch. <laughs> Scratch. Um, anyway. <laughs> Back in present day, Rose gears up with an old Bray Wyatt-ass lantern. The Bray Wyattist, <laughs> Fucking... Has his full, face on it and everything. Follow the buzzards. Let him in. Revel in what you are. All the gimmicks. <laughs> all of them. Every single goddamn one. Uh, closes all the doors and shuts all the blinds. When it gets dark, Rose lights the lantern. Um, and then there's an Alexa Bliss doll with him. She's just hanging out in this fucking She's just house. chilling. I do like, because as soon as she went to turn on the light, I was like, if this light turns on, I'm going to be so mad. Nobody's paying this electric bill. And it didn't, and I was happy. Uh, so she's sitting in a room, uh, lights the lantern, and moments later, here's the door open. Uh, she, like, slyly walks through the halls. Uh, moments later, in her mother's room, finding her mother... Uh, standing on the uh, uh, across from her in the room. Yeah. Mom's in the room. She walks in and she's a kid again. Briefly. Yeah, for like a second. Yeah. Um, and then back to adult. She's just... Mom starts apologizing for being a bad mom and all this shit. Um, and then Rose just says, stop. The mom goes, are you ashamed of me, Rose? And she goes, no. Uh, then why did you let me die? Fucked up. Then Rose expresses her anger towards her mother for how she behaved due to her illness and how she never got the help she needed. Rose then says, this isn't even real. Yeah, I really didn't like that she interacted with this thing she, as the mom for as long as she did. For like three minutes. Yeah, they have this whole conversation, you know, tugging on your heartstrings. It's like, man, we you, all know what's going on You know what's happening. Point. Yeah. This is why you came here. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, Rose says, this isn't real. Then the entity says, but your mind makes it real. <coughs> and then the smile forms on her mother's face. Now we're back to spookies. Rose backs away asking, what are you? Why is this happening to me? And the entity whispers back, because your mind is so inviting. The entity... So... Movie kind of loses me here for a minute. Yeah, I would say the, um, the next like twenty minutes or whatever, we're getting real close to the end. Yeah, this this is it, folks. Yeah, up to the last like five minutes, I'm not into this movie. Like, it really t turned me down. Yeah, so it turns into like an A24 monster movie for no reason, too. It does not need to. And the this thing is set up as this super cool, ominous villain. That uses people as masks. Yeah, and then and now, now it's a given monster. it a form, and this form gets more 
fucked up. Yeah, it, it's just not good. Yeah, so it, it transforms into a tall, long-haired, monstrous version of her mother at first with this smile um, that falls and taunts Rose saying, you can't escape your own mind um, as it pins her down in the in the living room. And it's got giant hand, like yeah, it's it's huge. Again, every, most of these scenes are close-ups on faces, mm-hmm. so it's, it's a close-up of Rose getting choked with this hand around her, and this hand is gigantic. Mm-hmm. And says, you can't escape your own mind. And then... Rose says... Rose hits the entity with a one-liner, grabs the lantern and goes, it's my mind, you can't escape it either, and then smashes the lantern on this thing's face. Smashy, smashy. Which, let's be real, <laughs> she's right below this thing, flaming oil is dropping onto her uh-huh. face. 100%. But it doesn't. Um, so smash, this thing jumps up and starts screaming, and we get a, I actually really like this fire stunt, I don't know if it's real. I don't think so, I'm um, pretty sure it's CGI. But it, but it, it look looks good. pretty good, like, this thing slams into a wall, the wall instantly catches fire, yeah. it drops, there's a trail of fire behind it as it's crawling towards her. She leaves, slams the door, and walks away as this house burns. Just burns the ground. I do want to point out, this is where uh, I turned into Mario for a minute, because as soon as the monster... It gets this monster face that looks really bad. Yeah. Like, I think it was very... Lame's the best way I can describe it. Yeah. Just, like, it's this generic monster face that has no reason to even look like this. And when it, when the first time they gave, like, a good shot of it, I go, Why does it look like that? <laughs> I said it out loud. And to the point where I was why are you talking like Mario? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, that's not at all I, where I thought it was going. No, I, oh, I, wow. I couldn't get over my words. I was just, why, why is it looking like what? I was so confused by what was happening. Like, because again, they they started with this really cool entity based monster, no true form, yeah. corporeal, whatever, and now it's just this. You put it the best, A24 monster. Yeah, and it really is. And I don't want that. Um, and then after this, she goes to Joel's apartment. <coughs> and I'm not back home. Yeah, she knocks on the door and says, and comes in and says, "Look, I'm really sorry for bringing you into this fucked up shit." And then goes on about how she she has built walls up because of her trauma, and anytime someone got close, she'd push them away because mm-hmm. she was scared and all this. Um, and then she says. Look, I, I I, need to sleep. Can I sleep here, and can you just stay with me? And Joel goes, yeah, I'll stay with you. I'll stay with you forever. Oh, my gosh. And then he starts smiling. And she goes, oh, God, no. <laughs> um, and sprints down the hallway uh, as he chases her through this door into... Uh, what you assume to be a bedroom, but as she goes through the door, she's right back outside the house. Now, so that seems a lot longer with the fire and the demon and all that. Yeah. Uh, we, we skipped over that because it's pretty whatever. That's where it lost me. This is where it kind of brought me back. Yeah. I was super mad because they played it off as this lamp killed the demon. It's like, really? That's it? Fucking fire? All you had to do was nothing? Right, yeah. Just, After just all, this, to it? all this build up, it just goes out like a bitch. Yeah. And then no, it was fucking with Yeah, me. and maybe I was dumb for thinking that. I don't know if you got to that, but I was pretty disappointed at that point. No, I absolutely thought the same thing. Okay. And bringing it back, I was like, alright, I'm 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 feeling it a little more again. Yeah, so she's still back outside this house, and uh, Joel pulls up in his car, and he goes, Rose, get in. Real Joe. <laughs> and she, she goes, 
fuck no, and runs back inside the house. No, you're not supposed to be here. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't even supposed to be here today. Um, and the entity finds her instantly is this monster form. And it's the same form, too. It tears its own face off, revealing like eight sets of eyes, four sets of teeth. Just faces on faces. It's like uh, Alec Baldwin from Beetlejuice, kind of. He's got the yeah. the the big face with the extra everything. I don't know. That's not, or no, not Alec Baldwin, the girl, the uh, lady. Hey, what is her? Gina Davis? Where she got the big mouth, all the teeth. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that. Um, but it again, kind of lost me. Why? Yeah, the the, the face ripping theme was a the theme thing was the theme but never there's no payoff yeah and rose then drops to her knees in what i assume is like a trance because she's just staring up at this thing just emotionless and um laura laura the girl from the beginning can't remember her name laura yeah laura kind of did the same after freaking out it goes silent yeah so there's clearly like a point where it just decides like all right where it just takes over yeah it's like this is mine now um and then this thing reaches out and puts its fingers in Rose's mouth, uh, and then pulls, stretches her jaw open uh, from the top and bottom in a really weird effect yeah, that they a- do from like a wide shot in the yeah. back, where you can clearly see like this is a like a prosthetic or something yeah. of the sort. Doesn't that look that it, good. It really doesn't. Um, this is why I say A24 film, because it feels very indie right here. Yeah. Where it's like... The, it, the movie like, really I just fell don't apart get at it. the end. I just don't get it. Um uh, because, like, yeah, it's, it's like, climbing inside of her, essentially, is what, it's is what we're It's taking over, but it's, like... But, like, is... why are we doing this? Right. Do we need this? Like... Like, I would pre- just prefer her to drop to her knees, and then we get this scene right here. Yeah. Uh, so, Joel busts in and runs through the house, only to find uh, Rose in a dark room with her back turned to him, dousing herself in kerosene. She turns around, flashing the smile... Super good. As, as Joel goes, Rose, come on, let's go. Uh, and then we see she has a, a, a box of matches in her hands. She flicks it open, pulls one out, lights it, and just drops the match as she just stands there burning. Well, I like it, too, because you don't really get the visual of her burning. You get it mm-hmm. through a reflection in Joel's yeah, eye. we get it through Joel's eyes. Which, I liked it. It was good. Oh, I like it a lot. Like, I think it's great. That's, that's where it kind of capped up. And that's the end of Smile. Yep. And a lollipop plays over the credits. I, I didn't liked it. get it. I liked it. I didn't get it, though. Like, I like the song, and I think it can be a creepy song mm-hmm. for a horror movie. I don't think it flowed in this. That's for, like, a period, like a 50s movie or something. So like, I, Creepers Creepers. They nailed that song. Yeah, I think... I definitely think it would work better in a period piece like that. But I think that's something that we're seeing a little bit more in horror movies, is they're playing, like, a super non-creepy song at the end of, of them in, like, the trailer. Or not the trailer, the credits. Because um, I, I don't remember the name of the movie off the top of my head, but another movie recently did that. Maybe it was Barbarian, uh, where they just played like a, a random like happy song at the end of it. I don't know. But I, I, I liked it. I thought it worked for me. It, it didn't... It did, I like the idea, but I don't think this movie was the right place to put it. Because I like that song, and I think it can be a, a good, creepy song after something. Yeah. But it depends what it is. Like, not to be lewd or gross, but like... If you had something like with a pedophile or something along those yeah. lines, that would hit like it's an upbeat that song, would be gross. but the undertone is yeah, it makes it disgusting. Oh god! So it's like that's where I would especially see if like, that. like here if if lollipops were a theme in the movie exactly. Oh my god! Like, it would just hit the like oh. I wouldn't want to hear that song at all till the end. 
Dude, I, I already don't want to don't uh, want yeah. that to happen. Because it would be fucking out. terrible. But like, just to put it on how it, how I felt about it, I guess. But yeah, I wanted to get your take on this like this creature. How did you feel about this entity? Yeah, so I hate this creature. I think it looks terrible. I think it looks almost like Tim Burton esque. It does. Um, and yeah, so my I I wrote down like you know the first half of this movie is a lot better, uh-huh. and it turns into like a weird indie monster movie for like the last. The build 10 of this minutes. movie is fantastic to no payoff. That's what ruins this movie for me. Like I I do like movies where the bad guy wins. Sure, that, and I, that, that no happens issue with that. in this movie. I just wish instead of this monster thing. Have it be her mom. Have it, it be didn't her need mom. To be anything, but it would it would be better. I, I I would have been happy with it being Laura. Or, I mean, or Laura would have been great. Of all these Maybe dead characters, Trevor would have been fantastic. Yeah, he could have done anything. This thing could take any form, and it's just the same bullshit. And then has this just generic monster garbage. The only thing that I think would be worse is if it was another version of Rose. Oh yeah, that would be terrible. Um, and unnecessary. Yeah. But what if it was Kevin Bacon? That would just be funny. Yeah. It'd oh be my great. God, Kevin Bacon! <laughs> is that Damn. fucking Kevin Bacon <laughs> doing here? Is that the Kevin Bacon? It is of the Guardians the, of the Galaxy the holiday special movie. I haven't watched it. yet. I haven't watched either. I saw he was in it though. I heard it's like fine. Yeah, that's all I expected from it. Um, um, so to me, I think overall the smiles were incredibly effective at doing what what they were meant to do. And it's super cool to see something like... I think it's going to be iconic. I think that smile is going to go on for a while. I think they'll probably have a sequel, if not something correlated to it. They'll probably have something correlated, I think. Um, the smile is is perfect. The The build to this movie was amazing. They clearly didn't know how to pay it off. Uh-huh. They're just like, I don't, I don't know what to do with this. And they, they overthought it. The one thing that is constant is the tension. The tension yes, in this movie that's it what, builds in the first five minutes and never stops. It's it is through. You feel like shit for most of this movie. Yeah. yeah. In the end, when you should be scared, you have nothing. You have no mm-hmm. connection to anything. That um, was that was where I fell apart too. It was just it didn't. Yeah. The the monster matter. I don't think was necessary. They didn't need it at all. They could have. And I, I can't. You know, hindsight twenty twenty. I get it. And I can't give you a better option off the top of my head. I, but I. I personally like keep the monster, but have the monster die in this fire, and then have the thing with Joel be real. Like Joel is this villain. Now we get 15 minutes of Joel, the character they've built as wanting to help her throughout this movie. Have him now be the villain, and this is where she either triumphs or dies. I think that would be better than than what we got, purely because Joel is there just for the ending. Right. Um. I don't know. I, I'm not. That's better than what we had, but I feel like there's an even more perfect ending. Oh, to, I definitely feel figure. like there's even better. Yeah. But if I if I sat and thought about it for a while, yeah. I feel like we'd come up with something. Cool. Like there's something significantly better than what they gave us. And... Or they could do the paranormal activity four thing and have her look out a window and be surrounded by an army of smiling people. No, I'm good. That sounds <laughs> fucking terrible. Man, yeah, I'm on th- something with paranormal activity right now. Referenced it twice in this episode. Um, it's probably the same movie. Hmm. Paranormal smile activity. <sighs> Para smile activity. Eh, either way, it's better. It's fine. Um, I'm gonna give it a six out of ten, purely because it's the first movie in a while that legitimately had me scared the whole time. Uh, the end hit me hard enough. I'm giving it a four. 
Wow, it it impacted it that much it for you. It did. Well, I'm a story guy. There was no yeah, the payoff was so bad. It, with the build they gave that movie, it should have ended way better. Even if the the build if the end didn't match the build, they could have done significantly better with what they did. Like that could have been a seven or eight out of ten for me, because it was great. I I really enjoyed sixty to seventy percent of this movie, and then at the end, it just a hundred. It just dropped off. I couldn't handle it. Yeah, I agree. I like, I was laughing at when they revealed the monster. I was like, "This is it. Really? This is what, yeah, it turned into Mario." Um. So for next week, I've got a couple of options for you here. Oh boy! So we're gonna do something that we did a while ago, where I'm gonna give you bad descriptions. Yeah. Uh-huh. So we're gonna go with. Uh, I'm making these up on the spot right now. Perfect. So we're gonna go with parasocial. Era. That's the first one. What does that mean? Uh, second one is going to be Christmas creature. Krampus, got it. <laughs> um, sure, man. Or spooktastic. Those aren't descriptions. They're descriptions for me. You are. God damn it! You're. Descriptions are as bad as your math. Learn to fucking grammar. Or math. Learn to... Gath. I don't know. No. That's gonna go back to your grammar. What was the first one? Parasocial. Sounds like paranormal activity. I don't want to watch that at all. (laughs) That's the one with all the smiles at the end. Got it. Where they're all the whole thing. Or it's the fucking village. I don't want to watch that either. (laughs) So I will tell you it's neither of those. Perfect. Damn, well, I still want to know what it is, though. <laughs> Spooktastic mm-hmm. or the Krampus? <laughs> Why do you think it's Krampus? What other holiday movie you got? Silent Night, Deadly Night, the new one, Violent Night. There's a bunch. They're all the Krampus. Ginger Dead Man. Oh, don't, don't make me watch Gary Busey's voice. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to watch that. <laughs> I generic Spooktastic hit me. Hell yeah. What is it? Paranormal Activity 2. Motherfucker. <laughs> Are they all paranormal activities? No. What were the other two? So, Krampus. Okay, obviously. Um, and it was us. <laughs> and you... What, give me the... Parasocial. Parasocial? Yeah. I don't know what that means. Sounds right. I guess. You need to think about these the next time you bring this shit up. <laughs> well, so, I, while you were talking, I realized we didn't have anything for next week. We never have. We picked one last week and we didn't do and we it. We didn't do it. Yeah. So Paranormal Activity 2. Perfect. It better be free somewhere. I don't know about that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I think I watched the second one already. A, a tentative Paranormal Activity 2. Thank you. <laughs> I'll find something actually better to watch. Oh, and guys, Scare Patients. Uh, scare Patients. Just in case you didn't know. Come see us. We're going to be at an event this Saturday. Come see me. I'll, I'll uh, insult you greatly. Terror Trader, Sales from the Dark Side 9, A Christmas to Dismember. Come get your picture with Krampus. Don't get a picture with us. Take a picture of our booth. Uh, <laughs> it will be very disappointing. It'll be as good as this podcast. <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, I think it'll be fun. Come get yeah. some free shirts, free stickers. We're going to do a giveaway for a Necronomicon uh, prop the, the big boy from Trick or Treat Studios, and also a um, like a mini it Pennywise backpack. I think yeah, uh, that's, that's kind of like our uh, consolation raffle. 
yeah, so come uh, come check us out. Come win some stuff. Come get some free shit. And also... Supplies limited to one. <laughs> come tell us how much uh, our show sucks. Yeah, that'd be great. That's all I want to hear is insults, so <laughs> please don't be nice to me. And on that note, this has been another session of Scarapy. Because therapy is too damn expensive. Finally hit it. <laughs> and our session's up, guys. <laughs> <laughs>